When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. Brett Fastley's here. Big Dick Toledo. We're off and running uh, as the short week continues to close in on the weekend a little faster than normal. That's a good thing. And uh, and here's the night. I mean, tonight's the night. This got the stuff going on. All the things are Suns Lakers. I mean, it's the buzz. Could end Everybody's it. doing it. Yeah, could end it. We could end the reign of King James, as they say. Tonight, Suns Lakers. I think it starts at seven thirty. Our time tonight, a little later than normal, but uh, boy, it would be nice to, to be in here tomorrow and start the whole show with this thing right here. I want to do the. I want to be. I want to be the son's like introduction guy. That's gorilla it. Junior? Oh. No, no. The gorilla was up in the suite the other yeah. day. Man, he stinks. I told you. It's a terrible smell. He gave me a high five once at the old uh, Coliseum. Kevin Johnson dunked on a guy. We had baseline seats. From Cal, number seven, Kevin Johnson dunks on a guy. And then uh, the gorilla's out, pumped up, freaking out. Comes over, gives me a high ten, actually. Both hands up. And when he hit my hands and I hit his gorilla hands, a weird gray squirt of moisture. Like a sponge underneath the palm. Ran down my forearms. And I was like, oh, I never want that thing to touch me again. It was gross. Yeah, I want to do the introductions. I've always had the dream, you know, of having that. From Kentucky, Devin Booker! Just lose your mind. But yeah. what I don't want to do is the rest of the game. Foul. Mikel Bridges, that's his third. First shooting foul. I don't want to sit there all day. I just want to introduce people, and I want to leave. They don't even use this anymore. This was the fun thing. Ah. Uh, I mean, good. teams used that? The because, Bulls started it. Because that's where I know it from, because yeah. I'm a Bulls fan. So, Chicago. I mean, that was the whole Bulls Yeah, thing, the Bulls but. were doing it. And it. Well, it got notoriety from the Bulls. The Suns right. were doing this in the 80s. Uh, the Bulls were, there was a couple other teams. A lot of teams here. And the Alan Parsons Project, yeah. which I always thought they should just let it roll. The Suns intros right now are a blast. Because like the, they run onto the court and they all have like this big, it's, just, it's a show. I always thought but they I should do, do the, the, uh, do the second news. part of it and just go, I'm yeah. in the sky. Look at me. <laughs> That's what they should do for, you know, and now the starting lineups for the visiting Los Angeles Lakers. I am the eye in the sky. Lebron James. And that's the fun. I would do it. I would, I would mispronounce Hammer the names. I'd hammer all their names. Number 23, didn't go to college, Lebron James. And you just look over and then... Anthony, street clothes, <laughs> Davis. And a surprise start tonight for at least a couple of quarters. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Anthony Davis. 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 I'm not saying that right. Sounds like I'm saying what you're saying. Davis. Uh, 
Partavius Caldwell, Partavius Caldwell Pope, I think. We're just going to call him CP. <laughs> yeah, so I don't Or could you imagine doing that to LeBron? Uh, LeBron it's just, and starting for the Lakes, number 23. <laughs> 23. A guard, Not 32. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a feeling that I would become that voice all the time. I would want. I would want. I would want to do that everywhere I go. <laughs> How many in your party? There are two in my party tonight from Mesa Community College. <laughs> what? Steve a- Miller. Wow, this guy's great at introducing his party. I would. I would want to do David that. That's how David Lee gets a table every time. <laughs> that yeah, would be funny. It would be awesome. Him There's a table. two of us tonight, and we want dinner at Steak Forty Four. Brought to you by my job, which will pay the bill. The butcher's cut, yeah. please. Please, Owen. I always think of that him at, you know, I've said that several times. The whole family does it around the table. It's like, this steak needs something extra. Will you pass this salt? And his kid's like, <laughs> sure, Dad. The salt is on the way. Who wants more lemonade? I want to be the big uh, announcer guy, but I don't want to do the fouls. But you'd die laughing if you had that going on in the... From Greece, Jonas Tanatatanka. Tanatatanka. <laughs> oh, he's doing an Antetokounmpo. He can't say it. I think we could make that happen. You think so? Yeah. Just the intros. Because look what the the Buffer Boys have done. Right. They didn't even know they were related. You could create a new thing They here. found out they it were sounds... related after the announcing. Isn't that crazy? They're brothers, and they didn't even know they were related until they saw the other guy doing it. Like, hey, that guy's pretty good at that, too. He's like, do you realize we're brothers? I'm like, no, really? And they are. There's a coincidence of uh, the strangest fate combination of all time. But, yeah, the buffer. And I just want to do The arm that. candy they drag around. Oh, that just looks fun. <laughs> it just looks fun. But I don't want to. I don't know who currently does that for the Suns. They do a fine job. I just want to do it. Because I would just lose my mind. I'm like, that's it. And then give it back to the guy who's willing to go. Suns fans, show us your shoes because they have that whole thing that goes on. <laughs> well, you are the the good luck charm now, so maybe point, you can Brett. work that into your uh, your deal. Point. We're gonna get a crazy sun suit, a blazer, and a jacket, and some glasses where they put the spotlight on you on the end. That would be yeah. I'm just running all over again. Yeah, like I'm the like the Price is Right. Yeah, guy. rowdy Roddy. <laughs> or, I just want to I just want to say Lebron James on a microphone in front of a bunch of people. Number twenty three, Lebron James. Never heard of him. <laughs> Spotlight, you sit down for the vi- introducing the visiting team. Yeah. Why can't that be fun? Why can't the home team kind of laugh at the visiting team and like mispronounce their names? And because well, they work hard and there's like it's a professional thing. Nah, screw them. Screw them. <laughs> like the non Michael, not Michael yeah, Jordan. Number 23. College. Didn't go to college. Not Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Some people call him the greatest of all time. Those people are wrong. It's Lebron James. <laughs> It would be a blast. The crowd would love it. But what are you going to do? Hey, look over there. Jeremy's here today. You know what that means? We're hydrating. We're hydrating. And we're getting the van out. The, the, truck, the truck's going out again. Jeremy's going to take the truck out this morning. Clearing some uh, carbon out of the yeah, pipes. We'll tell you where in a little while. But yeah, that, I don't know if that thing's even start. Jeremy, go test the batteries and make sure that the tires don't have bald spots where they've been sitting for the last year. Uh, but yeah, Jeremy's going to go out there and give you guys a bunch of stuff because Operation Hydration starts this morning. Every summer. It got hot like. Two days ago where we're like, oh, yeah. It's this, on. This is what it feels like. Uh, so we got the water drive going with the Phoenix Rescue Mission again. Uh, phenomenal that you guys always participate. Last year was a good year, and you couldn't meet us. They just donated online last year, and we still had a good year. Not like normal, but we got to get back to normal standards. So we'll tell you where Jeremy's going in a little while. 
and uh, and give you all the the information, and then you can drop off water for Jeremy this morning, or you can drop it off right here at the station. We'll give you all the other options on where you can go too, because I know Porta Subs is taking them all. They got a whole bunch of places. I got contacted by a company that has two pallets we'll already. That. Yeah, fantastic! Yeah. Right off the bat, and didn't even know we're doing it yet, and they're already given. So uh, it's pretty awesome, and we're going to fill that warehouse. I was down there last week, and uh, you know they've got a corner of the warehouse with a decent amount of water. It'll be gone in a day. So, uh, again, we had 330-something people die last year from heat-related just walking around the street. It was the highest we've ever had. 330. And, uh, and that was based on the idea that, you know, the water stations weren't providing. They couldn't get the water in fast enough. So this year we've got we to gotta make sure that this doesn't happen again. So we're working on that. We're working on it. So get that out. Uh, Brady, I'm very upset about something. What happened? Well... What we begged for yesterday was our, our friend Bob Brenly, And I hope I still hope that Bob occasionally pops in and listens. Uh, Bob Brenly, who said that uh, Marcus Stroman's do-rag, for the, he plays for the Mets, and Marcus Stroman is a, a douchebag pitcher for the Mets. I can say that. He, he totally Because he is a douchebag. Yeah. And, uh, and Bob Brenly made the joke a couple nights ago that said, uh, it's the same do-rag Tom Seaver used to wear with the Mets. Because, it, A, it looks funny that a pitcher is wearing a do-rag. It just does. B, uh, Tom Seaver would never do that because he was the straightest arrow of all time. It would look so funny on him. So the joke was, imagine Tom Seaver in a do-rag. How funny would that be? Marcus Stroman said, racism. And Bob Brenly said, uh, what do I do now? And we said, don't apologize. There's nothing about that that's racist. I talked to somebody with the Diamondbacks yesterday, and he said, Earlier in the in the same thing, he said J.J. Reddick wore something over his head to cover up his something mohawk, like to make a joke about his mohawk. So he's he's made he made reference yeah, to it's not like he's to these kids today kind of thing, right? Right. So he was he was playing the role of old timer baseball guy. Why in my day this would never fly, kind of thing, right? And he didn't play pre forty seven, so he wasn't saying my day these Negroes would never take the field. It wasn't that. He was saying like they, the dress code seems to be lax. If you recall, in 1990, uh, Buck Showalter and uh, George Steinbrenner started yelling at their players for uh, sideburns. They weren't allowed to have sideburns. It was a 90210 time when everybody's growing facial sideburns. Facial hair? And like, they still it. can't do facial hair. Can't I don't believe. do yeah, it. Yeah. Yes. And it's still to the – and that's, nobody screams, that's racist. It's a cultural thing for me to wear. It doesn't matter. Do-regs are not exclusive to one thing. Well, I begged Bob Brindley yesterday, and he evidently doesn't listen anymore. Don't apologize for this. You didn't do anything wrong. The second you apologize, uh, you're going to be considered a guy who recognized it. Not only did Bob apologize, here's his statement. said, during last night's game, I made a poor attempt at humor that was insensitive and wrong, and I apologize to Marcus Stroman, which is all you have to do. You don't owe the public anything. I said, and I reached out directly to share those thoughts. I've had several conversations with the Diamondbacks, and we all agree that seeking sensitivity training is an important step so that I can continue to learn from my mistakes in order to be better in the future. What this says was, I told a joke one guy in the world didn't like, and I'm and I'm going to stop working for a week. What the I got to ask, what the f- sensitivity training? Who's qualified for that? What soft pile of emotions stands in the front of a room and just feels all over you? Didn't we have to do that though, like years ago? Like as a didn't, didn't I we all had to go to that? I know, but we yeah. all had to go and to that hotel. What? You're and, covered now. Yeah, for the year. we went so to a hotel for done. it. I didn't go. Yeah, to that. yes, you did. I did. Yeah, because you were the one saying, "Don't oh, anybody ask any questions," right. and then Sarah's sitting behind me cracking jokes. 
That's right. Was it sensitivity training? I or thought it was. Just Hubbard is your new boss, and here's I, what we don't I tolerate. I thought it was partially sensitivity, maybe. too. Yeah. We, I thought it was a workplace environment no-nos. Less, no. Maybe it is sort of falls into sensitivity. I think sensitivity training is like, Bob, did you really mean that? How do you feel? Because like, this is like, hey, chick walks by in a tight skirt. Eyes on the floor, man. Go jerk <laughs> off in the bathroom. That's basically what our training was. Yeah, well, like, that's look, true. Think about her later, but don't bring it up. Hey, sugar, nice cans. <laughs> we don't like that at Hubbard Broadcasting. As much as you want to say it, put your eyes on the floor, wander over to one of our three or four public bathrooms, and uh, stroke one out. Relax. Just another great example, John. Do you have any others? Hey, sugar. <laughs> hey, sugar. <laughs> Again, that one is not good. Okay, okay. What if I said teats? Because <laughs> women really, technically, they don't have Again, them. Again, it's referring to their chest area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. good. Milkmaid, no good? Can't no, do that one. No. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. If I call someone... Pecs? Pecs? No. Clank clunk. Is clank clunk offensive? I'm not sure it is. It sounds like it should be, but it's clank clunk. Daniel Tosh did a thing where he just lined up uh, a black guy, a white guy, a gay guy, a Mexican, and an Asian woman. And he just said words that might... And he said to clank clunk. Raise your hand if that's another Asian lady. Raised. He goes, I'm just saying clank and clunk. She goes, no, don't like it. And he goes, okay, spoon face. And she raised her hand again. And he goes, really? And she goes, we have round faces. He goes, that's your thing, though. It's like I think of a spoon as concave. You're thinking of the yeah. back of it. Okay. Apple picker. And the black guy raised his hand. He's like, really? what if, why is that bad? Clank clunk was great. But yeah, we went. I guess we did go to a sensitivity yeah. thing, and that's what Bob has to sit through. Good oh, luck, by himself? I don't know. Or is it like traffic school? Look, where a bunch, I, that of, would be a bunch of dicks who have made the sugar half of us will be in yeah. there. Uh, it's a couple we'll of. We'll be there uh, later, Bob. I look, would, it's a, it's on your. You're looking at the computer screen in the office at the at the D-backs office, and it's a couple of hours of two hours of watching the thing. Then you have your multiple test. Yeah. Multiple guest tests. I guess. I wonder if it's like driving school now. You just I do it, it at is. home. It, will, you know, it, or it is. Online. Or 18 is people go to a hojo and they have to sit in the lobby. <laughs> and then everybody, what are you in for? No, I'm calling my boss, sugar. Again. Whatever your company requires. Oh, okay. Look, this is, I'm sorry, going to sensitivity training, it goes yeah. away. I want to do the announcements for that. I want to do the, like, have them. And now. The former catcher of the San Francisco Giants and world champion manager of your Arizona Diamondbacks, a guy who hates Tupac Shakur's clothes, Bob Brindley. <laughs> Do-rag Brindley. Do-rag. If I was Bob Brindley, and Bob, I'm begging you to do this, I'd put a do-rag on today, get on an Instagram video and go, I've made enough money in my life to quit, so I do. And you guys can go f- yourselves, because I don't care. And, ev- and he would be a hero to people who recognize... Finally, someone's not going to bow to this. Just quit your job. Just put the do-rag on and just go, guess what? I didn't do anything wrong. Go f*** yourselves. He didn't do anything wrong. All he did 
was make Marcus Stroman mad, and that loudmouth barks about everything. Yeah. So all you have to do is go to Marcus Stroman and go, hey, nothing about that was racially. And, uh, it, I didn't mean to insult. If you're insulted, sir, I apologize to you and you only, and this does not need to be a public anything. There wasn't a Diamondback fan that said a thing. Not one, because no one's watching them. They're a horrible <laughs> baseball team. Nobody cares. Mets fans didn't go, oh, that racist Bob. They weren't listening to the broadcast the Diamondbacks do. They're watching the Mets broadcast. They didn't care either. So, f- them. Plus, they're Mets fans. So you, how think, did, you think you, you, how to you, get back to Marcus? To some snitch. With. Some snitch. And yeah. that's exactly what it is. And here's the other thing. You're talking about the New York Mets. Uh, you're in Queens. If, if someone's saying your do-rag is stupid and you're like, oh, you're not going to make it in Queens very long. They say terrible things. Right, but and it, that wasn't even said. It was basically saying that look is not going to look good on Tom Seaver. Look, I'm just saying this. When you, if Marcus Stroman's walking around Queens, New York, there's a good chance a guy that looks like Brett goes, look at this kid with his hat. <laughs> <laughs> and if he can't handle do-rag, just wait till you walk by those guys in those weird tank tops with the little stains of angel hair pasta sauce. <laughs> look at this. Look at this guy over here with his little hat on. <laughs> look at you. What do you want over here? Apple picker? I don't know if that's offensive or not, but I'm pretty upset by it. <laughs> it's terrible. We've lost our minds. So Bob Brenly, for uh, e- dress like Kip from the end of Napoleon Dynamite, do an Instagram video and tell everyone to go f- themselves for the for the pleasure of me and for the uh, sake of all words that matter. Because w- be the first warrior against this cancel culture. The first one that actually stands up. Said, "I don't need the money. I'm done." The money can't control you when you don't need it. Bob doesn't need this job anymore. And uh, and I was talking to a friend of his yesterday, and he's like, he goes, but that's his legacy. If he go-. I'm like, his legacy, if he quits in a do-rag, is that. It, it is not racist. It is warrior. It's hero to m- the majority of people. Sure, you get a few people go, well, that was silly. But it, to most of us, we'd be like, good for you, because you didn't do anything wrong. I, 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 listen, his his – his apology starts with, I made a poor attempt at humor. <clears throat> Who hasn't? That's basically what this show is. Daily humor <laughs> is, though. Well, You've got to make those you attempts. you got to take a swing. Yeah. You stand at the plate and you swing sometimes. You're like, whoops, I chipped that one into the hoop. Oh, no good. Slice. You shank a shot now and again. The whole show we do is attempts at humor. Now, luckily, I mean, I'm here. So it's pretty much 90%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're knocking them out of the yard. I mean, I'm Ted Williams on that kind of – but st- seriously – Ted Williams didn't like do rags either, though. Teddy struck out sixty percent of the time on his best year. Not struck out, but if Ted Williams out. was in the booth. Look out! Oh, that's what I'm saying. Ted Williams wasn't allowed to be behind. Ted him wasn't wearing no do rags. No, Ted would have gone. What the? What the? F- on that guy's head. See, is why he shouldn't have let him in. <laughs> Ted was a wild racist. So let's uh, let's rewrite history completely and just take our arm across the shelves of the Hall of Fame and go. All of these guys have to go. And all of these guys, because none of them are decent human beings in the past. Bob Brinley did nothing wrong, and he's apologized for it, which is the curse. And now, because I told, uh, told their guy yesterday, I don't want to say who it was, just gonna get, but I told the guy that was working with him, I said, uh, Berthium's next. And he goes, yeah, they've already started. Why did you just sit quietly while he said that? Yeah. The, the groups that want to start kicking, like, why did Berthium do that? And, I was like, and he, he even said, do the apology, let Bob sit out for a week. And, uh, and then hope people are just outraged. Away. They'll be outraged at something else. But it doesn't go away. They win again. So for, it, the problem is the next guy that gets hit wouldn't got 
wouldn't have been targeted if more people stand up to it and not apologize. I don't know anybody but Marcus Stroman an apology, and I called him last night. And uh, no, when the Diamondbacks making me go to sensitivity training, the Diamondbacks can go f- themselves. I'm not that sensitive to it. Uh, sensitivity training. What are you that you can tell me? Look, you need more sensitivity to what? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, my my coarse outer shell is put too your hard hand for you. on this. Are you feeling? Is it cold or hot? Yeah, there's some sensitivity issues. I have no feeling in my left arm because of the surgery because it's still numb where the nerves were torn up. That's sensitivity. He'll do some uh, exercises, almost like the coach in the uh, is the Geico commercials. Just before you think this is a funny line, yeah. count 10 seconds before you uh, say that funny right. line. You don't need sensitivity training. Are these eggshell pussies that keep barking that everybody's making them upset. These, these sticks and stones people that can't hear words without crying their eyes out and screaming at the top of their lungs that somebody hurt their feelings. They're the ones who need sensitivity training, which is put a little hard bark on the edge of you. They're softy. You're, you're melted ice cream in a bowl. You're overly sensitive. We need some other, the, the opposite of sensitivity training. was like, you know, we take your sensitivity and we push it aside and make you a little tougher. Didn't you have a dad? Like most of the people that – like that's the whole curse of the single mother raising people since yeah. the 80s is we got a bunch of kids who got coddled and never had their dad say, you look like an idiot. You look like a gang member. You look like a moron. You're going to get shot. No dad was in half these people's lives. That uh, you know, and I'm not talking race. I'm talking the entire generation from 1978 on when everybody started to say it was okay to you know raise a single kid from and never have the dad involved. And that's dad's fault. It's not mom's fault. But they stopped showing up, and now moms are coddlers. So these guys can't handle bad words. My dad made me realize that sometimes you're going to hear things you don't like. And you just have to trudge through it. Every single day. Every day of your yeah. life, you're going to hear something and go, oh, Jesus uh, Christ, what are you doing now? All yes, right. exactly. The thing I was, so like, does that I, start a trend? What's the, that? The do-rag for you know, kids? Because you know, everything from when uh, Jim McMahon put the headband on, you yeah. got people you know, as a kid He was just trying to up. piss off his boss, though. Well, he was on that, but yeah. there was plenty of uh, kids that saw it at the time. Like, oh, that's cool after I take him off my helmet. Yeah, you put your uh, Gatorade towel on. You put a hat on. Yeah, there's all um, sorts of. I don't think it matters. It's no, no big deal. I know. So what Bob Renly said had nothing to do with race right. at all. I said it yesterday, and that, that's the problem. Now we're going to wind up with announcers or just like Len Casper oh. the whole time, just oh. boring, middle of the road, oh. paint drying. That only tells you like the, the only detail you get outside of baseball is Wilco's playing at the Marquee Theater here and there. I'm yeah, catch I mean, just the game. It's like he just loves Wilco. He loves toast bands. He loves vanilla. P- You'll, you know what you'll have? You'll have a world of Dick Toledo's. You'll have a world of Dick Toledo's calling your sports. <laughs> oh, did you feel that chill in your spine? That's the end of sports. That's what I just announced. <laughs> Awful. Just have robots do the it. The stats will be amazing. I don't want to. I don't. They got too many as it is. <laughs> Launch angle was 27 degrees. That ball would have left every ballpark in America. Great. Thanks, robot. Anyway, Bob, if you're out there, please, and somebody who knows Bob, get this tape to him and tell him, uh, we stand behind you. Quit. I want you to be in the booth, but I don't want you to do it like this. Quit. Because when he comes back from sensitivity training, he's just going to sit there and go, yep. It would just make you – He's going to write – Why do I want to do this? Yeah, exactly. If I, you have enough money not to. He loves the game. Yeah. He likes goofing on stuff. And he enjoys the, the gig. So you going to get him a job at KDUS if he loses his gig over there or what? Good God, no. The man's been through enough. 
It's just, it, you know what, though? He's used to an audience that size, the way the Diamondbacks are playing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure KDUS might be an upgrade in, in uh, listenership. Poor Brenly. I think the world of the guy. I think he's awesome. I lo- he's one of the few that I actually watch uh, baseball, not my team. I mean, there's a local tie, so I kind of keep an eye on the Diamondbacks a little bit. I know they're just awful right now. But with Brenly's thing, it's uh, like, come on, stupid. But he, he apologized. He broke the cardinal rule of you didn't do anything wrong, but now I've admitted it. And Berthume will go next if somebody wants to get mouthed. But Stroman's out of town. The good news is the Mets are gone. So even Stroman didn't care that much. Or he would have been in front of podiums going, this has to stop and everything. He didn't do anything wrong. Do-rags are not racist. They look stupid on some people, I'll tell you that. Like my dad. Like when I first shaved my head, I was probably about – I was working at Tony Roma's and I was eating too much. So I was plump. So I had a big moon face. And nobody had seen me with a shaved head yet. And I just got tired of having troll doll hair. So I went and I shaved my head. My girlfriend was there. And she's like, oh, it looks great. And my mom's like, hey, not bad. You got a really nice shaped head. My dad goes, oh, Christ, you look sick. You look like you got AIDS. <laughs> you look like you got cancer. I'm like, I do? You're like, don't listen to them. They're, they're, you look terrible. Go get a hat. And I just put my head down. And they couldn't tell me enough nice things from their sensitivity training. He's wrong. You look great. I like it. I think it's sexy. What I do? Hat. He was right. I feel AIDSy now. And I got used to it over time. And even still, he'll say stuff like, uh, I remember the first time he came to the bathroom with that shaved head. I thought, oh, Christ. And he goes, hey, I got used to it. It looks pretty good now. And a lot of other guys are doing it, which made him feel better because it didn't look like I was the only one with AIDS anymore. But he told me the truth because what I needed to do was lose a few face pounds so I didn't look like a moon with AIDS. And I did, and it worked out okay. I wasn't going to get any prettier. That certainly wasn't the case. But you need your dad to do that every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Moms are always the ones that go, oh, he's crazy. I thought you did a great job. You struck out three times, and then you nubbed one back to the pitcher. You call that a good game? He's right. I think you really gave your best effort. I just know that trying's most important. Uh-uh. Hitting the ball is the most important. What are we playing baseball for if you're just going to try? He's right. <clears throat> And deep down, we all knew. Besides, you look like an absolute street with that hat on. <laughs> dad, that's something you need sensitivity. You ever told my dad he needed sensitivity training? The laughing would have lasted four days. You, you need to stand in my office for a day and listen to the words that are said in there. Uh, I'm not sensitive. I need, I need uh, classes on how to be rougher. Let alone you had, I just remember Little League 2, the way people would, uh, some guys on the team... Uh, would like to wear the pants up higher and have their stirrups up higher, and the others would be lower down. And yeah, you try it out once in a while, sure. like, but it looks stupid. It's never racist. No. no, it was. It was. You know, you might have even like liked uh, one of the players of you know Roberto Clemente. White kids dressed up like Roberto Clemente because he, you know, he wore his pants this way or that, and they had the one. Uh, with, was it Joe Morgan that who had the big long socks for the Reds? But somebody had huge stirrups. Didn't make you. Just made you like a guy. So big deal. Oh, this makes Cesar Sedano used you know, to have him up high. Cesar did. Dave Exemption might have yeah, had the all the way up to his knees, yeah. and he had like shorts on. Yeah, what are you going to do? Stop apologizing. And construction site sensitivity training. I can't. When your dad grew up with car stuff, and well, and truck, truck driving. No, please. <laughs> you think a truck driver is ever going to have sensitivity training? <laughs> I would love. Breaker breaker one nine. We got ourselves a pair of sugar. It's on the side of the road. Uh, hey, Kirk, we're going to 
tape it down on the whole ST thing you're talking about. That made me kind of feel funny inside, if you don't mind. Well, Gator Puss, I think maybe uh, we don't have sensitivity training here in the uh, truck driving world. Besides that, I was in that girl's honey hole last night. Let me just tell you boys, there ain't enough penicillin in Mexico to get that off of your schwantz. Come back. Kurt, again, I think you've offended all of Mexico by saying they've got the AIDS. Next thing you know, Kurt's sitting in a room. That's probably insensitive to the entire country of Mexico when I said that hooker had AIDS. Yeah, that would yeah, happen. That's exactly what your dad would <laughs> yeah, do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid you're going to have your CB taken away for being insensitive. You realize that most of us kill people in cross country. We kill the hookers and throw them. So that's the that's what we need training to stop doing. That was the funny thing on the CBs. Someone start cussing and people oh. would call, oh, "Whoa, whoa, partner, watch you language." Did a couple of well, you you don't realize that what your parents only did on the CB was the Christian one. I, <laughs> no, no, it there was, was the K Love Band no, or no, what? No, no. There was some horrendous. If talk. they had longer discussions, but like Channel 19, which was the, the co- that's yeah, the one that the, the truckers don't use. Yeah, that's well, you need you your directions. Yeah. And- Brady, what you were listening to was me in the other car. <laughs> Channel 19 is not where they go. Truck drivers listen. John, I've done some road work. I know. In my day. And Channel 19 is not where the truck drivers. You can go. find no. a southbounder on Channel 19. <laughs> right, you'll find a guy who's listening to the families and effing with them when he just comes on. He goes. Anybody out there see that body over there in the I-10 there to the exit 174? I believe it was a prostitute. Looked like she's been butchered up pretty bad. Let's go over there and look at that, <laughs> honey. The truck drivers know where the bodies are. We got a smoky on the mile marker 118 southbound. Did your dad do cross country? Uh, not cross country, but he would. it wasn't city, so he'd go to Texas, he'd go to California. He had he had different runs, but he wasn't like going to New York or anything no, like that. Not like full. Like, no, not like you know, no sleeper, sleeper trucks. No, he didn't do anything but, like that. So that means that he did kill. Because almost all of them did. Allegedly. Yeah, he did. Yeah, your, dad, your, dad, your dad killed some people. They're the last of the uh, serial killers he that will get away with product. it. <laughs> There's no cameras on them. Nothing. They've, they're murderers. They're the they're the last of the murderers. Dodging a way station every now and then. <laughs> Getting some of that, uh, you know, gas pump lizard standing out there. A lot lizards. Thirteen to twenty dollars. <laughs> She's good. That one over at Rip Griffin. Anyway, Bob, you don't need sensitivity training. You're a good person. Uh, he's got to watch those videos on how not to comment on a woman's ass. For some reason, that's now going to be what he's got to do. Stupid. If you do it today, again, just like they do in porn, they give you a 30-minute masturbation break every day because you've dealt with so much. If you work with a bunch of hot chicks, you should be allowed to go in your bathroom and just have a free moment to purge out all the weird feelings that make you say dumb things. And it's stupid. We've lost our minds. Anyway, Bob, everybody send Bob Brenly a do-rag in care of the Arizona Diamondbacks today. We should send over... Tons of KUPD bandana. Oh, that'd be hilarious. And, say that, and have KUPD do-rag night at the ballpark. Just to have everybody in them. And we'll call it Tom Seaver night. <laughs> Screw you, Marcus Stroman. You're wrong. You should apologize. You wrecked a man's life with your stupidity. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! If the younger generation doesn't get into rock, then guess what? An art form has died. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.